takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today to talk a little Islanders hockey. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Tough weekend for the Islanders. Uh, They lose in overtime in Detroit, lose in a shootout to the Chicago Blackhawks at home, at the UBS Arena last night, final score in that one, officially 3-2. to two. And yeah, there were some better signs, at least, over the weekend. The Islanders no longer fielding a lot of AHL players, no longer completely shorthanded. And yet, I'm starting to really doubt whether this team has what it takes to get back into the race in the Metropolitan Division, and we'll break down why for you in a little bit later on in this show. First, I want to give you some key takeaways from this game. And we also, of course, have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to email the show, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we will be happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And of course, we're also now available on YouTube, so check us out there if you want to watch and not just listen to this podcast. All right, loss, again, a point in both games this weekend. Losses to the Red Wings, losses to the Blackhawks, but while there is improvement, while this team is no longer so shorthanded because of COVID and injuries that they can't field a competitive team, the question now becomes, is this team good enough to get back in the race? Because the Islanders, because they are now 0-8-3 in their last 11 games, have put themselves in a deep hole in the Eastern Conference. And we're going to start with the takeaways from the games over the weekend. Yes, the Islanders played better hockey both times. And, you know, look, great that J.G. Pajot scored a goal and a power play goal, no less, uh, against Chicago. And that Noah Dobson scored his first goal of the year, that it came with, you know, officially little less than four seconds left on the clock. And, look, Saturday, Ilya Sorokin played very good 
in goal. And Simeon Varlamov had a strong game in goal on Sunday. So both goalies getting the job done. Yes, Matthew Barzal had a couple of assists. That is encouraging. Couple of lineup changes that are a little bit surprising and yet not surprising. Austin Zarnick in this game. Ross Johnston played in this game. No Matt Martin in this one, which considering how shaky the play of the identity line has been, I can't say that that surprised me. So, you know, to be without Zizekas and Martin and just have Clutterbuck, Zarnick, and Johnston as your fourth line, you know, you think about it at first and it doesn't make sense, and then you think about it and it does make sense because it's not that Matt Martin should be singled out, it's that the fourth line and again, they haven't had Casey Zizekas for a while now because he's on the COVID list. They're not getting the job done. The third line, consistently, not getting the job done. Right now, nobody, nobody in this lineup is consistently scoring points. And yeah, Noah Dobson playing better the last few games. You are now fielding five out of six players who started the season in the NHL on defense, and the defense is better. The team defense is better. But when you're not scoring, when you cannot score, you are in a situation where there is just no margin for error. And, you know, right now, if the Islanders fall behind by, you know, give up two goals in a game, there is just very little optimism that this team can get to three or even to two in order to send it to overtime. They barely did it today, although it was good that they did it today or last night, uh, Sunday. But overall, you you go down this team's schedule uh, and their results and you look at what the results have been, and offensively, even with their players getting back in the lineup, they do not have the horses to get scoring, to really get the job done. And if you look at the standings right now for this team, the Islanders have played 20 games, they're 5, 10, and 5. And, you know, let's not sugarcoat it. That's 5 and 15 overall. So, yeah, 15 points in 20 games, but 5 wins in 20 games. And it just isn't enough offensively. The three goals they scored against Detroit Saturday was their highest goal total in a heck of a long time. Look, two goals scored against Chicago in a loss, in a shootout. Three goals scored against Detroit was their high. One goal scored against San Jose. So now we go back to the rest of the, of the losing streak. Before COVID, we shut them down. No goals against Pittsburgh. One goal scored against the Rangers. Shut out again by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Two goals against Calgary. One goal against Florida and Tampa Bay. No goals against New Jersey. 
two goals against Minnesota. That's a month ago. The loss to Minnesota is tomorrow will be a month. It is more than a month since this team last won a game. And guess what? When they beat Winnipeg, they scored twice. Twice. So the last time this team scored th- uh, more than three goals in a game, you got to go back to November 4th against Montreal. There is just not enough offense on in this lineup right now to get the job done. And I'm going to talk in the next segment about why this team is struggling so badly to get goals scored and to, and to get themselves together because right now, I'll tell you, in order to make the playoffs, the Islanders more or less are 11 points out of a playoff spot or or 12 points out of a playoff spot. And yeah, they have a few games in hand, maybe two, three, four, depending on the team. Maybe even five if you go to Washington, but they have to make up 11, 12 points. And with the loser point, that is not easy. So when we come back, we'll talk about the reason why this team is struggling so much. Plus, we will take a look at our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more. And I'm telling you, it's not pretty as far as why this team is struggling the way they are. All right, this episode is brought to you by your friends at Indeed.com. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessments. And look, Indeed allows you to get an all-star team together because when you need an all-star team, you need an all-star hiring partner, you need Indeed. Indeed gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you could find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Pick what skills are important to you from over 135 assessments to get a clear view of your top talent's abilities faster. And assessments make the interview process smoother for everyone. Talent doesn't need to prove themselves again, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. So, with Indeed Assessment, you can reduce hiring time by 12% according to Indeed data worldwide. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This episode is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. 
and it brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So what's wrong with the Islanders? And I think we're at the point right now in the season where we really need to say that if the Islanders don't start to turn things around really soon, this team that is in win-now mode isn't going to win now. And the Islanders, quite simply, are just running out of time to turn this season around. And I'll tell you what's not the problem. Goaltending. Both Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov have played well enough for this team to deserve better than a five wins in 20 games record. But here's the problem. On defense, this team only has one mobile puck-moving defenseman, and that's Noah Dobson, who is still coming into his own, still developing as a player. Probably Noah Dobson needs one more year before you can really say he's a reliable top four defenseman in this league. He's better now than he was earlier in the season, but he is not the guy who can do it on his own. So you have Noah Dobson, and then you have five defensemen who are not very mobile, not big moving the puck, and not as good at skating the puck and starting the transition from defense to offense. And this team had that last year in Nick Letty. And I'm not saying Nick Letty was the greatest thing since sliced bread. He was a good, reliable veteran player, and I think he's one of those guys who you don't fully appreciate until he's gone. And yet, the problem is this. Who did they replace Nick Letty with on this roster? Zdeno Chara. Nothing against Big Z. I like him. I think even at the age of 44, Chara can be a useful player on a third-pairing defense of an NHL team, but he does not have the skill set to match what you lost in Nick Letty. And instead of bringing in Zdeno Chara, what Lou Lamorello needed to do was to bring in another puck-moving defenseman who can help that transition and give this team a little bit more mobility. Now, you lose Ryan Pulak for an extended period of time, (laughs) and that makes it harder to make that transition. You now lost one of your top two defensemen. Andy Green was on COVID. Adam Pellick was uh, out with COVID. And all of a sudden, and then Dano Chara was out with COVID, and you're dealing with a lot of inexperienced defensemen. And realistically, this team just doesn't have the tools on the blue line right now to have a good mix and get things done. And then you have the forwards. So who did you lose among the forwards in the offseason? Jordan Eberle. Okay, so you lost Jordan Eberle. Eberle, ideally, at this stage in his career, is a second-line winger. No longer really a first-line winger, even though he was on the Islanders' first line last year. 
But Everly is consistent. He'll give you that 15 to 25 goals a year over the course of an 82-game schedule. He'll have his slumps, he'll have his streaks, but he is consistent overall in that at the end of 82 games, or if he plays 78 or whatever it is, you know roughly where Eberly is going to be. Well, who did they replace Eberly with? Kyle Palmieri. How many goals did Kyle Palmieri have coming into, uh, you know, through 20 games? Well, that's one. Kyle Palmieri, one goal. Even the Kyle Palmieri we saw in the playoffs last year isn't worth $5 million a year in cap hit and isn't as good of an offensive player at this stage in his career as Jordan Eberle was. You add to the fact that you bring in Zach Parise, who has produced exactly zero goals right now through 20 games. And J.G. Pajot has now two goals this season. Uh, It's not enough. And Josh Bailey has struggled offensively this season. Anders Lee has missed some time because of COVID. Uh, Matthew Barzal is trying to do too much. And the only guy who was scoring consistently, Brock Nelson, injured out two to four weeks. Right now, this team offensively isn't getting the job done. And unfortunately, in the National Hockey League, the Islanders always played a defensive-oriented system. They won a lot of games 2-1, to 3-2. to two. When you don't get the three goals and you struggle very often to get the two goals, those 2-1 to one wins and 3-2 to two wins become 2-1 to one losses and 3-2 to two losses. And I'm afraid that without some kind of a move, without some kind of a shakeup, this team does not have the horses offensively to get back on track. Because to get back into the playoff race right now, the Islanders don't just need to start winning a little bit. They need to go on something like a 7-2-1 over 10 games. And they probably need to do that two or three times in the next, you know, until before the Olympic break to go on a few Win winning streaks, and it doesn't have to be 10 in a row like they've now, you know, gone 0 8 and 3. They can do 7 2 and 2, but I don't think there's enough consistent offense on this team as it is presently composed to make those kind of runs. And now Lou Lamorello has a difficult option, a difficult choice in front of him. Do you try to fortify this team and go on a run now to salvage this season? Or do you say, I'm going to go with the team I have, as flawed as it is. I know Zach Parise probably won't be back next year. I know Zdeno Chara and Andy Green may not be back next year. I'm going to sell a couple of pieces off at the trade deadline, get what I can, and not rebuild boot this team entirely. This is not a rebuild, but tweak it so that I make the moves I need to make for next season that the core of this team, which still is solid, can come back healthy, be better, and compete again next season. We're not there yet. This season is not completely lost, but 
you know, okay, the bright side is you have points in three straight games. The bad part is you have three points in those three games, all of them overtime or shootout losses, and you're not getting the job done because that won't get you back into the race. So it's not at the point of no return yet, but they need to start winning soon or they will be. And obviously, Ottawa is up next in Ottawa on Tuesday, and we'll see if the Islanders can get it done. That's another struggling team, so maybe the Islanders have a chance to at least get the monkey off their backs, and we'll have a full preview of that game coming up tomorrow. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day and some more important thoughts about this weekend's games. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. That's Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, and net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and healthy. And with so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Do you want raspberry or mint brownie? Cherry or double chocolate? Cookies and cream? or peanut butter brownie. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle with all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in an endless shopping line, Built Bar can help give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties because people are so passionate about their favorite flavors, they'll fight for it and things could get out of hand. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little, and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple of napkins on hand. And if you like those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Taste so good you won't believe they're filled with protein. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's 15% off your order with the promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. This episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As the football season heads toward its march to the playoffs, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the sports action this season. You could head to our new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus free to use at betonline.ag just for listening to the Locked On Islanders podcast. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we want to wish a very... Happy birthday. We are a a day late right now, but a happy 51st birthday to Kevin Haller, former Islanders defenseman, the neighbor, uh, the native of Trochu, Alberta, originally drafted in the first round, 14th overall by the Sabres back in 1989. 
made his NHL debut with Buffalo during the 90-91 season, then went on to play for Montreal, Philadelphia, the Hartford Whalers, Carolina Hurricanes, Anaheim Mighty Ducks, as they were known then, before joining the Islanders in 2000, played a total of 31 games for the Islanders over the 2000, 2001, and 2001, 2002 seasons, totaled one goal and six points with 58 penalty minutes, and was a plus four during his time with the Islanders. For his career, Haller, 642 NHL games, 41 goals, 138 points, 907 penalty minutes. 6'2", almost 200 pounds, a bigger defenseman, more defense-oriented. We're going to go back and look at one of his best games as an Islander. November 27th, 2000, Islanders hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Nassau Coliseum. And hey, at least with the Islanders' birthday of the day, we can remember some Islander wins. Islanders going up against the Lightning. Tampa Bay had Dan Cloutier in goal while the Islanders countered with Wade Flaherty, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first, Roman Hammerlick on the power play, his eighth from Brad Isbister and Kenny Janssen at 8.22, the goal coming with uh, two men off the ice, well, Martin St. Louis serving a too many men on the ice penalty when that goal was scored. Then the Islanders cashed in again just 26 seconds later. Claude Lapointe, his third, Zdeno Chara and Tim Connolly with the assist. 2-0 Islanders. At 14.05 of the first period, Kevin Haller, our Islanders' birthday of the day, got his first goal of the season and his only goal as an Islander. Claude Lapointe and Tim Connolly with the assist. Isles up 3-0. Looks like an easy win. Well, Vincent LeCavalier got Tampa Bay on the board, his 10th from Martin St. Louis at 16.42. That made it a 3-1 lead, but the Islanders responded. Dave Scatchard, his 5th. Claude Lapointe and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Kevin Haller with the helpers at 19.53. Islanders 4, Tampa Bay 1 after 1. But in the second period, the Lightning bouncing back. Claude Lapointe off for boarding, and Frederick Modine got his 12th. Pavel Kabina, Brad Richards with the helpers at 12.05. Then Richards gets his 7th from Corey Sarich at 16.58. The Islanders' lead cut to 4-3. to Well, the Islanders said... We will not sit on our laurels. And Tyler Pyatt. Taylor Pyatt makes it 5-3 to three Islanders. His first from Dave Scatchard. Just 58 seconds into that third period to extend the Islanders' lead. St. Louis answers for Tampa Bay. His third from Brian Holzinger and Ryan Johnston. But then the Islanders get two goals midway through the period. First, Oleg Kavasha, his sixth from Marius Tchaikovsky and Roman Hammerlick. And then Mark Parrish, his fifth from Tim Connolly at 1040. Islanders skate away with a 7-4 victory. And for Kevin Haller, our Islanders' birthday of the day, one goal, one assist, a plus two, two shots on goal. And he was on the ice for almost 19 minutes of this game. So, Haller, that was his only goal as an Islander, a two-point game for a guy who is usually a defensive defenseman. He is now 51 years old, uh, turned 51 on Sunday. We wish Kevin Haller all the best on his birthday. He is our Islander's birthday of the day. Real quick, just wanted to say this season, not over yet. And the Islanders still have some meaningful games to play. Look, they've got to get it started. They're playing the Ottawa Senators. 
tomorrow. We'll have a full preview on tomorrow's podcast, plus all the latest news, notes, and happenings concerning your New York Islanders. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets at your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you again for listening to the Locked On Islanders podcast. Stay safe, everyone. Have a great day. And of course, let's go Islanders.